What's up, everyone? This is your boy, JJ, coming in for another episode, a live episode to be exact. I want to just start out again by telling everyone, I hope everyone is doing well out there. I hope everyone is staying safe, of course. And again, I hope everyone's just living, enjoying life. Now, before we begin our, our show, I just want to go ahead and just give shout outs once again to several connections I've made via IG. Um, Again, the support is very much appreciated. I'm going to keep saying that because, you know, I'm only now eight episodes in, but I'm I'm starting to feel my way around this whole podcasting world. Excuse me. Again, Please give me feedback. I've been getting feedback from people um, offline, not online, but still the feedback is appreciated. Again, guys, please hit me up about whatever. Hit me up on IG. My IG is lifepodcast underscore 84. Again, lifepodcast underscore 84. My email, Gmail is this is the life podcast eighty four at gmail dot com. Let's interact, people. Okay, don't be afraid. You can stay anonymous. You can tell me through email or DM to keep you anonymous. But let's let's get these convos going. Okay, now <clears throat> before we start again, I want to go ahead and introduce my guest for today. The second guest I've had, we go way back from high school. And I haven't seen this guy in like years, but we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in a minute. But he's currently a compliance slash security analyst for AT&T. And, of course, we're going to get into his job, but we're just going to be on here talking. Now, we started talking a little bit off air, but then I told him, let's save these convos for on air because, again, like I said, for this show, we're just going to be talking shit. we just going to be just talking, catching up, having fun. Now, with that being said, I want to introduce Roger. Let's get him on the air in a minute. Roger, you there? What is? Yes, yes, yes. What's up, my brother? Hey, man. What's going on with you, man? So, like, like I said, man, we were just talking, catching up a little bit, but now we're gonna get into some stuff, man. But how have you been? Great, man. Great. Um, Can't complain, man. Life has treated me great. Um, Completed my bachelor's degree after many, many years, brother. Um, Got a bachelor's from Dade. Um, currently working at AT&T, like you talked about, uh, as a senior compliance analyst. Got two wonderful kids, man, married. Um, can't complain, man. Not in that. <laughs> in that aspect, okay. man, everything is good, man. God has blessed me with health. That's good. That's good. Now, we can just kick off what you said. I heard you mention um, after many, many years I'm probably in the same boat as you. Now, first off, where did you get your bachelor's from? Dade, Miami Dade. Okay, okay, yeah, you did say that. Okay, I went to FIU. Now, how many how many years did you say? Because I, I, I think I probably got you beat. Nah. <laughs> I probably got, I got you mine. Beat. Uh, no, man, uh, actually, I got my title on August, but I graduated in May of this year. Okay, so you know what? You do got me beat. Now, well, I, I graduated actually December, but there was something that happened that I needed three extra credits, so I had to take one last class, whatever. Okay. But um, I got mine 2012 from FIU. Now, that, I don't know if it happened to you. <clears throat> Excuse me. But that used to beat me up bad. But, see, here's the thing, man. Like, 
I look back now as we're older, and I don't know about you, but if I could go back, dude, there's so much shit I would change. Like, okay, I okay when we graduated high school, I want you to tell me if you agree or disagree. When we were just, say, juniors, did anybody ever pull you to the side and say, hey, what do you think you might want to do in the future? You think you may want to go to culinary school or you think you may want to go into the service? Did they ask you that? Yeah, they told me about the service, but not the culinary school. Okay. Only the service, now, though. But nothing nothing, nothing career-wise. Like, I don't remember ever having a conversation about, oh, do you want to be an engineer? None of that stuff. Okay. That out the window. But didn't we always hear them tell us about turning in your transcripts, college, 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 college? I didn't hear it that much, man. Like, I, I heard it. I'm not going to say no, but, um, like, for me, it's I, maybe I just wasn't paying attention, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, but see, that could that's, have been what I, too, you know? <laughs> that's what I tell. That's That's what I tell people now. Like, I feel when we were there, all I used to hear was transcripts, transcripts, go to your advisor, transcripts. So, like, with me, like, for me saying that, I felt we had to go to college because that's all we heard. So I went to college, I went to Miami-Dade, and I started business administration. Let me tell you, I was talking to, I was talking to a guy in the gym about this the other day. Listen, when I took <clears throat> business classes, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to be, you know, good, this and that. Dude, look, macroeconomics. Because um, I, I, you're a business major, right? Yeah, I'm a business major. Okay, so I'm going to say this. I don't want to offend you, but macroeconomics bored the fuck out of me. <laughs> like, Oh, hell yeah. Like for I, me, my, macro and micro, I hated it. <laughs> listen, I couldn't even go past macro, man. I didn't even know what micro looked like. If ma- Listen, if macro, listen, if, 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 if macro was bad, I can only imagine micro, man. And... And I say that because, like, looking back, I was like, okay, we're young adults. You know, we're paying for this. And why should I feel the need to, you know, stay in courses that I'm not interested in? So with that being said, I changed and got out and and went into another major. But during during my time period, I don't know a lot of people know this, but in the midst of me finish, well, in the midst of me trying to finish Dade, I I applied to be a police officer with the with the county, and mm-hmm. I got very far to where all I needed was my my psych and my physical, and I would have been in the academy. And looking now in 2021, I probably would have had about. 14, 13 to 14 years on the force right now, I would have been literally vested in, man. And and I say that because somebody listening may fall in the same boat to where you start one thing and you jump into something else. And I want them to know that it's all right. You know, I don't know if you agree because you might have had the same thing happen with you, you know. So I don't know if you want to talk about why you took so long with school, you know. Definitely, definitely, bro. So for me, man, and it's funny because I did want to be a cop, and I'll have some stories to tell you. I, so mm-hmm. I wanted to become kind of like a county employee, um, okay. you know, spend 20, get out, be done with it. Um, and one of the things was the first part was to become a firefighter. I had a funny tri- uh, funny story on that where I went with one of my friends. Okay. Um, JP, I don't know if you remember Juan Pablo Velasquez. He was super, super tall dude. Same grade as us. Uh, the name does sound familiar. It really sounds familiar. Colombian guy, Colombian. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So whatever, we ended up going. We ended up going to to try to apply for Miami Dade Academy for Miami Dade okay. uh, County. Okay. And they were holding they were holding the applications until a certain time. We mm-hmm. were going to my friend's car. My friend's car broke down. Okay. We ended up making it there. We ended up making it there 30 seconds after, like literally after the time had expired because of the breakdown. Uh, okay. They didn't, let it, they didn't let us in. And they didn't let us in. Ooh. And I never applied again. 
<laughs> oh shit. <laughs> then from wow. there, um police officer police officer is something that I always wanted to do, but the pay in the beginning was just like kind of like what drew me to okay. not want to do it for so many years. And then kind of like my whole working time where I, I, I got sucked in into the call center world. So I, was, I worked in call centers from the moment that I started until now. And okay. I was getting paid so well in the call center that it, was, it, it made no sense to me to just be a cop and get paid like twenty thirty thousand dollars $30,000 less. You get me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So for me, that's what it was. And for many, many years... I didn't, I didn't need a degree. And to this point, I still don't need a degree because I'm an analyst, whatever. I've just, I'm, I'm experienced in the work that I need to do. I'll do a lot of reporting analysis. Okay. Um, but, you know, it, it took me so many years because as, as, as I'm older, I start to realize, you know what, let me think as a dad, like, do I want my kids to, to look at me as somebody who started something and finished it? So not only do I want to finish it for them to be an example, mm-hmm. but also I want to finish okay. it for myself. Because yeah. I, I went to school throughout the, I went through school throughout the years, but when I went through school throughout the years, it was like I would go to one year of school, then I would take another year off. One year of school, then I would, do the, then I would take two off. <laughs> mm-hmm. But okay. I, I continuously <laughs> went. Yeah. But I just I said, you know what, I, I got to finish it, man. It's time. So that's what took me so long to to finish my degree. That's kind of like with me, but except I didn't take time off. Well, summer summer sessions don't count, but like the main semesters, fall and spring, I still went. But what I would do, I would only take three, literally one one course, one three credit course, because I was losing my way. Like in other words, like. I was, I was, like, drifting away, like, mentally, like, in the sense, like, okay, do I want to finish school or what's, like, what's going on with me? And when I applied to be a cop, I did it literally as a joke. Do you remember um, back when they had Career Builder in the mail? Not, I'm yeah. sorry, not in the mail. In the Miami Herald, they had a section called Career Builder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, think I know what you're talking about. Okay, so... For those that don't know, basically, Career Builder was a section in the Miami Herald that basically had a bunch of job postings. It could be, it could have been for the county, it could have been wherever. So, anyways, I picked it up one day and I saw, oh, Miami Day Police is hiring. Let me try it out. So I said, okay. So I told my mom, I go, I'm gonna apply to be a cop. She's like, what are you talking about? I said, I'm going to go to apply and be a cop. She said, <laughs> she's like, what the hell are you talking about? I said, I'm going to be a cop. So she's like, no, you're not. I said, yes, I am. So long story short, I drove, I drove down to the main headquarters in Doral, and mm-hmm. I told them what I was there for. So I got the application, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, I want to say I took it home, filled it out. Long story short. So – they sent me a notice in the mail telling me I had to take what they call the CJBAT, which stands for the Criminal Justice Basic Abilities Test. Some departments ask for the FBAT. The FBAT is the, I think it's the Florida. Yeah, the Florida Basic mm-hmm. Abilities. It's the same thing. So, anyways, I still was taking it as a joke. I went one day because I knew a police officer. And he would always call me Big Guy. So he would say, hey, Big Guy, you went and got the book? I'm like, what book? For the CJ bag. Go, nah, I didn't get it yet. He's like, go get that book. So he would always tell me, he was like, Big Guy, Big Guy. I'm like, hey, he's like, you got that book yet? I said, no, not yet. He's like, you got to go get it. I'm like, all right, let me go check this famous book out. So I (laughs) I took my ass to the Barnes and Nobles and on the second floor, I'm looking for the CJ bag, looking for CJ bag, and I found it. And when I opened it, I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, man, this is like, this is like high school stuff. I, no lie, Roger, I was there for five minutes. No lie. I was in Barnes and Nobles for five minutes. I closed that book and I left. So then fast forward to, I think it was like (laughs) November. They, you know, I had to go down to FIU Biscayne Bay campus and I had to take the CJ back. So I took it. Okay. It was me and a whole, it was, it had, if I can remember, it had to been at least like a hundred people. We was in this big ass room and 
you know, they told us, okay, you have this amount of time, da 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 So I took the test or whatever. So I'm thinking, all right, well, I'm not going to pass, whatever. Lo and behold, a couple weeks later, boom, congratulations, you passed. I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm like, all right, what's the next step? So the next step was like the um, orientation. All right. So I went down orientation. They talked about it. You know, they talked to us, this and that. Okay. Another, you know, cutting the story short. My next step was what we, what you call, I had to have a, was it the polygraph? Okay. I think my next step was the polygraph. Now, the polygraph, I had to take it twice. First time, I failed it. Don't know why. Okay. So I knew another cop, but I think he was like a lieutenant at the time. So he told me, he's like, he's like, hey, don't sweat it. You're good. Da, 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 da. I'll see what I can do. Okay. So I took it again, and the guy made me super comfortable, this and that, and I passed it. All right. Now, the next step was an assessment evaluation. So basically, with the assessment evaluation, basically, they put me in a room, and they have me act out a scenario. My scenario was I had to come in and defuse a situation between a couple, so basically a domestic dispute. What the fuck? I've never had this experience because, dude, in the back of my mind, I'm still thinking this shit is a joke. So I go in there, and I'm like, all right, just do what you can, do what you can, do what you can. So I mm-hmm. went in there, did what I did, and I, they, I walked in, they just started arguing. I'm like, what the fuck? And you, and like, it felt like it was real. So I couldn't go in there and be like, oh, mm-hmm. shut up. So I had to kind of like, hey, 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 what's the problem? What's the problem? I go, I told the lady, like, all right, here, listen, let me talk to your husband. You stand on this side. Hey, man, you go over here. Let's talk. Da, da, da. And at the end, I was like, you know what? I go, hey, man, look, I don't have much cash on me. Here's five bucks. Go to the movies. So I did that because one of the, the officer that always called me big guy, he gave me that tip. He said, hey, just at the end, reach in your pocket and say, hey, you want to go to the movies? Get out the house. So I did that. And I'm like, man, I fucked up. Dude, Roger, they sent me a notice in the mail. Congratulations, you passed. So, <laughs> no lie. So, when I got this notice, my mind shifted, changed. Because here I am thinking, okay, you took it as a joke, but now, like, you're not in the I joke anymore. It's serious. So, what they did now, now they're doing my background investigation. Because how I knew at my mom's house, one day I'm walking like down the street and this guy, like I never talked to a, never, a neighbor, I never had no interaction with or nothing. I, he came up to me or something and he said, oh, are you trying to be a cop or something? And I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, oh, because they've been asking about you. I was like, oh, shit, it's real. So I go, oh, yeah, 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 man, I'm trying to be a cop, da, 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 da. So that let me know that they weren't joking because I really thought that I've heard people say like, Hey, people go around asking about you. I thought that was people talking, but it's, it's the truth. Like Mm -hmm. they literally go driving around. So at this point I'm still in Miami Dade and I'm about to finish. So I'm getting worried because I'm like, I'm like, man, I haven't heard nothing from nobody or nothing. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm just going to still finish up Dade. So as soon as I get ready to finish Miami Dade, guess who gives me a call, Roger? The police department. Sir? My my background investigator. Yep. Yeah, man. She called me. No, no, go ahead. What you just going to say? You know what's funny is that the same thing happened with one of my friends joined a government agency. Uh-huh. Um, a friend from high school actually joined a government agency and okay. randomly they're like, Oh, they, they may call you. And then randomly some like super agent, not, you know, not super agent, but just an agent came mm-hmm. and like, Oh, we wanted to question you about your friend. And I'm like all nervous. Like if I'm <laughs> like, like if I committed a crime, <laughs> Oh, that was for the FBI. So uh-huh. for the FBI. So I was like, Oh, I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> But no, nah, man, just answer the questions truthfully. I mean, just to the best of my knowledge of, of my friend, which he's, always, he's still my friend to this day, and he's still in the agency, so imagine. Oh, wow. Okay. That's uh, what's up. Shout out to uh, him. Okay. Uh, 
So that, that happened to me once too. But I had like personally, I had to sit down with the person. I'm like, uh, like super personal questions. Oh, if your friend, you know, was faced with the situation where he had to save a life, I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're asking some crazy ass questions right now. So yeah, hey, you just li- have to answer it, man. Listen, we'll talk. We'll talk about this cat in a little bit. Um, okay, so it's funny you mention that, and I'm getting ready to pull up his shit now. Okay, so we'll talk about this towards the end. Now, this was maybe like a few years after we graduated. I get a call mm-hmm. from the North. No, 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 no. Actually, yeah, North Carolina, Charlotte. Okay, Charlotte Mecklenburg to be exact. I get a call from the Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department, right? And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, okay, why are y'all calling me? So apparently, okay, this guy, I'll, you didn't know him, though. He was like, I had him for like one class. But then he transferred over to um, Braddock. But anyways, we kept in touch a little bit. So he moved after he graduated FIU. He moved to uh, Charlotte, and he wanted to be a cop. So long mm-hmm. story short, they had me on the phone, no lie, for like an hour and a half to two hours, just dr- dr- just drilling me, asking me questions about him. So I asked him to the best of mm-hmm. my ability. But long story short, and we, we'll talk about this. You know this dude had to resign because he got caught in a fucking sex scandal, man? Are you kidding me? Hey, but listen. When I read you the, right. what happened, oh, trust me. You're going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, well, we'll talk about it now real quick. Okay, so he apparently was caught in an alleged 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 sex act. Let me read you the story. Mm-hmm. Several police sources say, well, you know what? I'm going to call his name out. Hey, and if you're listening, you cannot sue me because this is public information, all right? Trust me, I know my rights. All right. Hamlet Almendarez was working on Saturday at 3 a.m. when he took a break at the Fuel Pizza restaurant located on Central Ave. Now, According to the CMPD, witnesses reported that Almendarez followed a woman out of the restroom after they allegedly <laughs> engaged in a sexual act. A witness called 311 and told a CMPD sergeant about the uh, alleged incident. The police department was able to pinpoint Almendarez to the accusation by using the GPS locator on his police car. Ding dong. Al Menderes mm. reportedly later resigned from the police department. Now you tell me. Here we go. Now, I was on the phone vouching for this man for almost two hours saying, yeah, he's a good guy. He's up. He's, he's a standable guy with the high school with him. Yada, yada, yada. And this happened. Don't you know when I found out, I was like, man, that's my rep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What you yep. think about yep. that, man? Yeah, but yeah, but you're not. No, I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't think you you you're not responsible for any of that, man. Because to the best of your knowledge at the moment that you that you gave your recommendation, you gave it to the best of your ability. So you didn't yeah. know what type of inner creep he was or what crazy person he was. You know, that man could have been doing God knows what at night, and you don't know about that because maybe you didn't share, like, none of those things were shared or any of that. So for you, man, you hear- I think your rep is not tarnished. I don't think your rep is tarnished at all, man, because to, your, <laughs> like, to the best of your abilities at that moment, you were uh-huh. You're telling the truth. So, so you want to hear something funny. Okay. So I don't know what year this was, but he called, well, he sent me a text. And apparently he was down in this area for a bachelor party because he was getting married. And so this is after the, the second thing. Yes. So it gets better. Okay. So I'm watching TV. Well, not now my well. At then it was my girlfriend, but now it's my wife. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, look who just texted me. So we're talking, and I'm like, I'm telling her I'm gonna bring it up. I'm gonna bring it up. She's like, don't. I'm like, why? I'm like. I'm like I'm like babe, the shit is public record. It's on the it's on the website. I'm not doing nothing wrong. She's like, nah, don't bring it up. I'm like, all right, all right, cool. So I said I'll ask him. So I I I I, I meased around the question. And I just asked him flat. I go, hey man, so how how's it being a cop? 
He's like, oh, I'm not a cop no more. I'm like, I'm like, babe, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna go. She's like, don't text him now. I'm like, all right, fine. So I asked him. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like, yo, he's throwing me the bait. What am I supposed to do? So I asked him. I go, so what happened? You know what he responded? You you, you want to know what he responded? He goes. Oh, it didn't work out. I'm like, oh, come on, man. I'm like, man. And, and I'm, I'm sitting there like I was about to throw my phone in laughter. I'm like, yo, this. I'm like, I'm telling my, you know, at the time my girlfriend. I'm like, why won't he just say it? So according to him, it didn't work out. And after that, we stopped talking. But dude, like, I'm just like, listen, man. Looking now that we're older, dude, everybody fucks up. Like. I mean, I ain't gonna fuck up like that. I ain't gonna mess up my job, but I'm just saying, people mess up. And yep. all you had to do was be a man and say, you know what, dude? Like, I really fucked up. Like, I had this chick in the bathroom. We couldn't wait. I know I was on the job, but she was there. All you, that's all you gotta say and be a man and say, yeah, dude, I fucked up. But he was just going around this. So I'm like, you know what? Hey, it is what it is. But, dude, this happened. I'm looking at it now. This happened 2010. So that shows you. You can do shit from like 1975 and still pull it up, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, but yeah, man. I thought you wanted passed, to get it. Man. Huh? The how time has passed, man. I know, I know. But I wanted to just bring that up. But um, <laughs> we'll talk. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about some stuff that we talked off air. But the first thing I want to know is what. In terms of your job, like what's – okay, let me let me rephrase the question. All right, speaking of your job, compliance security analyst, what's a typical day for you like in your job? Like what exactly do you handle? Because I know you mentioned you do a lot of stuff like, you know, behind the scene, but like what exactly does your, a day in your life at your job con- consist of? <clears throat> my job, you know, entails on, a, on a several different things. So my job as a compliance security analyst is – just to make sure that everything that has to do with both internal and external locations that handle our customer uh, intake of calls um, are locked down, are secured, don't have access to locations that could potentially cause a data breach um, or even security breach um, when it comes to customer data, personal data, any of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I also make sure that um, both on-site and the locations that are, um, that are contracted, for example, work from home, are following those guidelines as well. Uh, okay. you, you know, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised on you know how easy it is, or you know, if you don't have one feature locked, of how that could ten- that could turn into a potential data breach. Um, so luckily, you know, that's that's pretty much a day in my shoes. I also one of the other things that I'm responsible for for the entire organization is making sure that all the IDs that are currently provided for all the agents, um, both internal and external. Um, are up to date that nobody has more access by a certain time than than they should. So let's say, for example, they were um, they resigned, they were terminated, whatever the case may be. I make sure mm-hmm. that none of those IDs stay stay active more than the time that they should. Um, and believe okay. it or not, that's a whole lot of work because there's just so many different IDs, so many different programs, so many different mm-hmm. um, hier- hierarchy differences that you know it's it's time consuming <laughs> okay now are you working from home or you're back in the field no i'm working from home working from home you're still working from home because of the pandemic correct correct now we will be going like i i will um next year uh the the travel time starts where we go physically to locations um to to make sure that everything is, is as it should Okay. Okay. Now, being that we have been literally within a year since the pandemic, Mm -hmm. how has it been with you and your family being at home? Um, Good, man. I can't complain, bro. I've been, I've been blessed. Nobody's had COVID. Um, We've had COVID, we've had COVID, not scares, but just, you know, oh, my God, you know, you start to get some sort of like a little congestion. You, you get a little stuffy. Oh, COVID. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. so. Okay. Uh, yeah. But uh, besides besides that, no, man, I've been blessed, bro. I got vaccinated. 
My wife got nice. vaccinated. Nice. My parents are vaccinated. Good. Luckily, I've been blessed, man. And I've been and I've taken care, man. I'm kind of a homebody as well. So for me, it really hasn't been difficult. But sometimes, man, yeah, I had to get out, bro. <laughs> but COVID nineteen, man. Work wise, okay. um, work wise, family wise, health wise, man, has been on point. Can't complain. Okay. Yeah, I had to throw in, which I haven't done in a while, because uh, some people are like, nah, I killed the audio with the clips, but I had to do it, man. Just a round of applause, man. Because the thing about it, I had this conversation and <clears throat> I was just saying, look, you know, cause I'm fully vaccinated and I was just, I was telling someone that it's not even about me. I'm doing it just well for a couple of reasons. Obviously I'm doing it for my health, my family's health and those around me, you know, but I'm really, I really did it because, dude, like, we need some, we need some normalcy back, and I don't think people really understand when I say that, you know, because just think, our lives have changed in the last year, you know, really people, people have to really sit and really think about certain things in life, you know, you can't let little, you well, not little things, but you can't let things go over your head. You know, I, I use this analogy. It's like mm-hmm. when people, which I haven't never been, but I know people who've gone, who people who go into prison or jail. When you have your freedom, we take things for granted. Like right now, me and you are sitting doing this podcast. Somebody's mm-hmm. outside walking. Somebody's walking around their neighborhood. You know, somebody, somebody's in a car getting sucked off. You know, little things, man. You know, little things. But, <laughs> but, but here's the thing. That's our freedom. And all of a sudden, in the blink of an eye, in the snap of, of a finger, is gone. And that's how I felt with COVID. Why I say that? Because, okay, all of a sudden you go to places, it's less crowded, they got markers out on the floor. They got signs telling you, stand here, do this, do that, six feet, social distance, do you have a mask? All these things that we're not used to were all of a sudden put in our lap, and we had to sink or swim. And and like I said, I say that in the sense that I want life before all that happened. I want that back. I want to be able to go to, which I still do it now, but I want to be able to interact with somebody without them being afraid to. You, you, you know you know what I mean? I'm sure you can agree, too. I got you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, man. For me, man, it's, it's like, uh, it, for me, like, I don't know, man. Like, thinking back and how things were handled, I, I think I think things could have been handled way differently, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, and, I, and I do want normalcy back, bro. Like, like this, this is going to sound crazy, bro, but... No, go ahead. This show is crazy. <laughs> if, I mean, my thought process from the beginning has always been, okay, if we're getting placed on lockdown, right, what is the, thinking of from a science aspect, what is the time frame that that virus could stay lingering around, right, uh-huh. Before, um, um, like, how much time does it have to stay in one place before it dies? And if you're talking 14 days, right? 14 yeah. days, I think, it is the, the time of between incubation and then the time that the virus dies, whatever, right? Uh-huh. If in the beginning we would have just all hunkered down for three weeks, this would have been done in less than a month or like less than six months. Okay. Comic so. Rate. No, 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 no. I mean, so you're saying basically how they did at one point last year where they had everything closed and this and that and numbers started dropping. You're saying if we would have did that before, then we wouldn't have been in this position. Of course. Okay. I mean, it's just just simple for me. For me, for me, it was just, okay, if we all hunker down, all right, you're going to give everybody money, all that stuff. Give everybody a certain time frame. Like, don't mm-hmm. don't make it crazy, you know, whatever. Like, not end of the earth type thing. Make okay. sure everybody gets what they need to hunk to hunker down for three weeks. Everybody can hunker down in a house for three weeks as long as you have enough food, bro. It's that simple. And then only like emergencies, which have to be a, which not really approved, but just people go out and have an emergency. But 
people who like to smoke cigarettes, go get cigarettes. All those things, bro. If we would have hunkered down for three weeks, it would have been done in, within like six months or to a year. Okay. Nah, I think, okay, to piggyback off you said, not going to get political, but if a certain someone would have told someone who would have told someone once they found out about, <laughs> once once they found out about that information that a, a virus is going to come and hit the U.S., they would have alerted us uh-huh. and then did what you said. I feel the same way. We wouldn't be in this position. Certain things like that. But okay, go. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Hindsight is twenty twenty. So coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you you right. You right. We can't, like you say, we can't go back. I mean, at this point, it is what it is. I mean, I haven't really been hearing any, well, no, not really. I haven't been hearing any, like, large cases in the hospitals. You know, it's been, like, like a flatline type of thing. Like, there's still cases mm-hmm. out there, but we're not hearing about how, like, you know, hospitals now are getting overcrowded and this and that. We're not hearing that lately, and that's a good thing. But, again, like you said, if, if, if things would have been better prepared, then, like you said, we would have had this tackled by now, for sure. Going into 2022, yeah. we would have been good, man. We wouldn't have had no masks, no nothing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I, I agree with that. <laughs> um, change the, the subject. We were talking – <laughs> we was talking off air about OnlyFans. Um, yeah, guys. Oh, um, <laughs> we're not, you know, we're, I'm not going to go back, but we're just going to jump back into the conversation. So basically, we were, I, I was talking about how teachers are basically public workers. They're like police officers. You know, they're public servants or however you call it. But anyways, we were talking and I was giving a scenario that if you have a 25 or a 26-year-old who's a kindergarten teacher by day, and she's an OnlyFans um, user at night, I said, you're going to run into a problem because what if you have your students see it and stuff like that? And then Roger was like, well, what kind of five-year-old would have? And I said, honestly, I was going to now jump into the conversation and say, you would be surprised what five- and six-year-olds don't have, like technology-wise. The shit is scary, dude. Like it's scary. But I, I I still want to debate this real quick. So you think it's all right for this twenty five, twenty six year old? Let, let, let's call her. Let me see. I don't want to fit. I don't want to fit nobody. Uh, let's call her. Uh, let me think of a name. Let's call her Stephanie. So Stephanie, you're saying during the day. She teaches them how to do addition, teaches them sentences, short word sentences, but at night she's able to show her thong. What you think? Ah, uh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> like for me, for me, for me is for me is if we're if we're talking personal freedoms, who are we to tell somebody else what they can do? Like one thing, one thing is that if it has any type of amount of spillage into the classroom, then that's mm-hmm. a completely different story. Now, I mean, I guess it depends on the severity of what the person is doing. I, I don't know, man. I like, it's well, also, I, I don't know, man. That, that's a, that's a touchy subject. <laughs> okay. Well, let me, let me give you, let me give you a, a story that happened. I think it was um, earlier. Le- no, I think it was earlier this year. Okay. True story. Mm-hmm. All right. Two, and you can Google this too, two Miami-Dade school board police officers, right? They were out mm-hmm. in City Place Doral. They were at this restaurant. Um, I, I, I don't want to butcher the name. I think it was called Mike, 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 Kono, Mike Mike Konos or whatever it is. All right. They got, apparently they got a little belligerent. They were showing their ass in so many words. Um, the restaurant staff or the manager had to call Doral police and basically was like, Hey, we got these two girls, da, 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 da. Long story short. And there's footage. I found footage. It's on YouTube. So long story short, they were escorted out in the back 
by Doral Police. One of the officers was sober. The other one, dude, like this chick was belligerent. She was shouting out. And I, the footage on YouTube is explicit. It mm-hmm. has everything. She was like shouting stupid shit like Black Lives Matter, which I, I'm glad because I'm, you know, I'm black. I support it too. I support everybody. But you are belligerent. You're down on the ground fighting the police officer, shouting out things like that. Now, long story short, it made the news, of course. Okay, now, she had to have a meeting in front of the school board, and they recommended her to be terminated. And I think now she's terminated. Now, let me ask you this. Even though she doesn't have an OnlyFans, um, but the fact that she's a public service worker with kids now, do you think she should have lost her job? Yeah. Okay. Spillage. Same thing. Same thing that I told you in the beginning, man. The moment that it affects or causes some sort of stress or distraction from the the student being given the 100% correct education without any stressors to that mm-hmm. stu- to that teacher or to the kids, then then that's the case. But the moment okay. the moment that all that happened, guess what? It, guess what happened? What? The kids got stressed. All everything was stressed. Everything went crazy because mm-hmm. there was spillage. Whatever whatever that person did in their personal life carried over into their professional life, and that's where the okay. problem happens. Now. You mentioned you have kids. What's what? How I know? Well, I can tell you. You told me off air. Your oldest is ten. Let me ask you this: If you found out that your ten-year-old son's, let me think. Okay, let's say your ten-year-old's Spanish teacher. I don't know why I pick Spanish, but let's say you find out your ten-year-old Spanish teacher has an OnlyFans. <laughs> Would you be offended uh-huh. as a parent? You would. Why would you? Be man, offended? I believe that people should. Uh, I, I I believe people should be free to do whatever they want, man, as long as it doesn't affect somebody else. I believe okay. in freedom, man. Now, I agree with you, but let me take it a step further. What happens mm-hmm. if your son shows you tonight and says, "Hey, Dad, look." Look at so Miss So and So, boom, and you see her on OnlyFans in nothing but a thong, and she's covered up her uh, her breast. How would you react on that? And you let's just say you see her tomorrow. Well, how would you react to that? The problem, spillage. Same thing. Same thing from before, man. The moment okay. that it affects my kid, that's when I have a problem. Okay. Okay. Hey, and you know, like, and you to, know me, my, to me, to me. To me, my kids are my priority. So the moment it affects my kids in any which way, shape, or form, I, I say no. Okay, and you know what? Okay, and that and that's fair. Because I was thinking to myself, okay, how can I keep debating this with Roger? But you're right. You know, that shows you it's it's society. So society puts so many things on us to where it's like. You don't know whether to look left or look right. You know, I, I feel the same way. Look, you know, I have a daughter, but she she's only three. But if I found out, like I said, that her teacher, her main classroom teacher was doing stuff like that, I'd kind of be like, whoa. I'd have to look at her different. Now, okay, but if it doesn't affect my child and the other children around her, I'm good with it, and I say that not speaking from a guy, just speaking from a, a, a human standpoint. Now, if if I start noticing stuff, for example, all of a sudden my daughter comes home with grades that look a little sketchy, her assignments, the way she's grading them look a little sketchy, and my daughter comes home and she's telling the class things that are sketchy, now I have a problem. Now I'm going to the administration. Mm-hmm. And, and if and if the administration doesn't step up, which they should, now I'm going to go over their head and I'm going downtown to say, hey, what's going on? You got this teacher who's certified in my daughter's classroom talking about this, this, and that, and the third. You know, so that's when I would probably step up as a parent. And, and, and you know what? At the same time, 
shit, as a, as a man, I'd be looking at I'd be looking at the OnlyFans too when when my daughter goes to sleep. Sorry, babe. Uh, I I look too like oh look at Miss So and So okay. And then when it's time for back to school night, I'm gonna be sitting there just smiling. She's gonna be like, why is this guy just smiling? And I'm gonna be like, ah, did you know why? <laughs> you know so. <laughs> you know. <what> I'm <laughs> but yeah, man. But nah, I mean um. We like I said, you know, we 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 talked about that off the air, and I was like, nah, nah, nah. I'm like, nah. Let's 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 wait. Let's talk about that over the, air. you know, let's talk about that over the air <laughs> <laughs> because that shit is good. But yeah, man. Um, you know, speaking <laughs> speaking of that, I I, I had this. I, I I told some people that I'm sure you know people. Listen. We know people in the underground, and if guys, if you know what the underground means, people that do illegal sh- or or not so illegal stuff. I, I Roger, I know people on, in the underground, man, and and I'm like, like I I look at different stuff that's going on in the news, you know, like for example, this guy was arrested after he touched well a 40 year old guy, a 40 year old man was arrested. Uh, yesterday morning, months, this was like months, um, after City Miami police said he touched a 12-year-old, a 12-year-old girl's butt inside of a 7-Eleven. Listen, I, see, th- this is what I don't get with people. Like, you probably agree. We live in a city where if you want to gamble, we got spots for that. If you want to get drugs, there's spots for that. If you want to go get a hooker, there's spots for that. We got, unfortunately, Miami has anything you need. And the reason why I say that is because I know people in the underground. Listen, I don't judge them. Hey, they got to make their living. But I know women that do a little eh, stuff on the side. But, hey, I'm not judging them. I'm not going to call them out. But I'm just saying, like, if you need something that bad, Go find these people, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't why 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 we got why 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 people have to touch these children? That's my issue, man. You know, and and I'm not speaking from a parent standpoint. I'm speaking from a human being standpoint. Like, these are children. Like, I I, I can't stress that enough, dude. Like, I don't. I, how do you feel about that? Oh man. If somebody touched my child, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's just for me. The, I I don't understand it. Um, of course, that person has to have. They they really have to be out of their mind, you know, to to even look at a child in that manner, bro. So, these are people that are sick in the head. Um, and I don't know, man. For me, a pedophile, bro, somebody that should just go to jail and stay in jail. Yeah, yeah. Like to me, there, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no forgiveness when you don't have the heart to, you know, for for you to just simply do damage to a child without yeah. even looking twice. Yeah. Because I'm sorry, man. Like, you have to have very malicious intent to be to stoop to the level of looking at a child in that aspect, bro. That's just disgusting. There's just no mm-hmm. other way to look at it. Exactly. Like and, and to me, there's I would throw the I would throw the law book and every type of book at that person. They they wouldn't see the light of day. You know, and 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 the thing about it, like I know somebody, and I'm probably thinking you're probably thinking everybody's thinking like, what the fuck is this guy into? It's how I grew up. I know somebody, and he's literally a year older than me, one freaking year older than me. That he's a, a, a registered sex offender. AKA a pedophile. Now, mm-hmm. before everybody concludes, no, I have not been in deal with that. No, it. Listen, I put it like this: everybody has somebody in their family or life that does stuff that they're not supposed to. But I was surprised with this guy, which I'm not going to talk about long. But I was surprised with him because I never would have expected it. But the guy I'm talking about, like I said, I kind of grew up with him. We didn't go to high school together because we just did it. I lived on one side, he lived on the other. But he has to register, I think, for the rest of his life as a pedophile. And 
it's like if I ever saw him again, I wouldn't judge him, but I'll just be like, dude, like, hey, what happened? You you know, it's like, like I mentioned earlier, we make mistakes, but it's children. Like, I can't stress it enough. It's children. Like, you know, it's like, I don't know, man. I get lost for words with these things because it just, it just don't make sense to me. You know, and, and I'm like, it's not worth it because he did some time. He did about, he almost did 10 years for that. And I'm just like, he's out now, but I'm just like, dude, like, you had 10 years of your life stripped away for what? <laughs> for what? You know, and I'm like, yeah. that's, somebody's, that's somebody's kid, man, that you messed up. And I'm like, God, man, if that was me, man, ooh, ooh Lord, I don't know what to say, man, but. I'm telling you, man, that that's just it's, it's crazy, Roger. Like I just I don't get it, man. You know, you know like but... how I I, I like I, I still to this day I don't understand why somebody would do that. Like we never gonna figure it out. <laughs> we never gonna figure nah, it out. Either. Yeah, we never gonna figure it out. To be honest with you, Mm-mm. we're never gonna figure but it throw, out. Throw the law book at him. Throw the law book at him. Put him in a cell, lock the door, and take him for my taxes. I don't care. I'd rather that exactly. person not be in the street. Yeah, exactly. You're right. Yeah. And don't have me pay the taxes for because that. Ultimately, because, because ultimately, our taxes are what pay for that. And and you, I don't know if you know, but the whole public system and state system and all that stuff is most it's mostly private companies that are contracted by the government. So I didn't know that. I had no idea. Uh-uh. Yeah, brother, this is that's huge business, huge business. Wow, that's I think crazy. T- I think TGK, I think TGK is um, TGK. Okay, yeah, I know TGK. Yeah, because I know I know TGK. Usually, like I always say, the hard the hard-ass criminals go to TGK, like murder and uh, I think attempted well, attempted murder, murder. I think uh, uh, it's a certain type of robbery when you uh, like a oh, shoot. I forgot the proper name, but it's a, aggravated, it's a, aggra- aggravated robbery. No. Yeah. Yeah. You go to TGK for that. But like if you have like petty theft and this and that, you go to like the main jail. But um, well, I I picked up <coughs> I picked up one of my friends from TGK before, but just for traffic violations. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't they know if that's just send... yeah. Oh shit, they sent yeah, you to TGK, TGK for traffic. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Twice actually, I went to pick him up. Good friend, yeah, man. But how, okay, how long ago was this though? No, oh, years ago, man. Oh years, years ago, okay. like over. Over ten years ago, at least they don't even live. They don't even live in Miami anymore. They live out of state. So, okay. I wonder if that changed, but I'm surprised though for that for TGK. Wow. Okay. Unless mm-hmm. if it now I'm thinking a couple things probably happened with that. The that person probably could have had the same judge, and that judge wanted to send them send them a lesson. Teach. I'm sorry. Teach them a lesson because, like I said, TGK. I've always known TGK for people that go and do like the hard stuff. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. that your your friend probably had a judge. I was like, all right, you back again? Now I'm gonna show you what time. I'm gonna show you what time it is. <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> but damn. But yeah, man, it's it, it's crazy, dude. Like, but I but like you said, man, we bless, we here, we got our freedom. You know, we're able to live life with our families, man. You know. But before we go, because I know we're down to five minutes, how long have you been married? I meant to ask you that. How long have you been married? Ten years, brother. Ten years. Okay. You got me beat. Uh, next month, mm-hmm. let me see. Next month will be five. So I'm half of you. Yeah, I'm half. But how, many, I got I mean, but how many years were you guys together, like, lived Ooh. together before you guys got married? We've been together. We got together in, like, 05, 06. So you're talking 15 years, brother. There you go. So, I mean, oh, so. if you think about it like that, man, after five years of being in a relationship, you're probably married already. You're probably living together. You probably were living together after five years. Technically, no, technically we weren't 
I always, we just don't count. I would always stay over at her house a lot, but that, that don't really count. But we didn't move in together. Per, we didn't move in together per se until 2015, I think 16, like a year before we got married. Because like I said, I had to get my okay, shit together, okay. man. You know, I had to have my career. <laughs> career, yeah, my career had to be on point. The money, that was the biggest factor. Money had to be on point. And at that time, you know, because like we talked about in the beginning, man, we took so long with school and everything. But at that point, everything was. Everything was lining up. Ducks, ducks were lining up in a row, and that's what happened. And that's what we, you know, that's what we did. We jumped, you know, and moved in together. But let me ask you, man, do you regret getting married? Hell no. Okay. Okay. Good answer. Because no. I'm pretty sure your wife gonna hear this. Your wife gonna hear this later, and I don't want to hear. <laughs> I don't want to hear you on the news at ten o'clock that something happened because of my show. <laughs> Um, nah, I'm happily married, man. Can't complain, nah, bro. Like I married, good, I married man. a best friend and the woman that that's I fell in love with. So that's good, man. You got and and people, if you're listening or when you do listen, that's the key. You gotta have somebody in your corner because if you don't have nobody in your corner, listen, man. You 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 no good. You gotta have somebody in your corner, and it's the same with me, man. You know, you know, you gotta have that best friend. You gotta be able to have someone that you could just talk to, man. You know. But um, you told you 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 told you was gonna be on the podcast. Yeah, of course, of course. Okay, what did she say? She's like, what? She's like, you always wanted, you always love doing that stuff. Ah, I <laughs> know. Funny story, but I think, but I, but I think we're running out of time. <laughs> yeah, we got, yeah, we got like two minutes, man. If you want, you can go ahead and mention the quick story before we go. You know. <laughs> no, man. So there was a recent thing that happened that I was. Uh, possibly going to be in a TV show. Nah, I wasn't going to be in, like, so no crazy TV show, but in a local TV show okay. doing a skit talking about, um, like, business and money and stuff because that's, 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 to me, like, my goal, to be, you know, uh, to do really, really well in business, to do my own thing, possibly investing okay. 4X and all those things. So mm-hmm. that's my goal now, and, and I was going to have a small little sketch, like a five-minute sketch on that show, but I said, you know what? Nah. <laughs> nah. Hey man, right. you never listen. No nah, man, you because know. Uh, you know, for me, for me, it was. I don't want. I don't want there to be any conflict of interest between me and that, and more okay. the place of employment. Ah, so I was okay. like, you know what? Okay. I just want. I just want to make sure that I don't cross any lines. So I'll just keep it safe. Okay. That's what's up. But yeah, no, nah, man. Remember, I mean, remember. Uh, because remember, AT and T owns, uh, you know, or Warner Media, and we have TV Ooh, stuff. So that's right. Uh, yeah. I don't know how that, yes. I don't know how that would fit within that world. So I'm like, you know what? It's best if I just no, no. Let me just big, stay quiet and just calm down. <laughs> yeah, big um, big that'd be a big conflict. Big conflict of interest. Well, Roger, I I really appreciate you coming on, man. Um, this ain't gonna be the last time we get you in, man. We'll get you in, you know, definitely another time we could just finish talking. But before we go, man, you want to give a shout out to anybody? Yeah, man. Shout out to my wife, to my kids, to my family that's listening, and to any friends, man. Appreciate the time you're giving me here with you, man. And I and I'm looking forward to the next time, man. We can kick it, catch up some more, and just talk about life, man. Yeah, no, I agree, man. I appreciate it, man. This was this was fun. Um, like I said, we'll definitely be doing this again. Hopefully, probably maybe within the next several weeks or something. Um, but yeah, man, I uh, want to give shout outs again to everyone listening. Give a shout out to my family. You know, those that have been supporting me for these last couple months. Um, I'm still enjoying it, and like I always say, you know, it's still a learning process. There's always room for growth, room for improvement. Guys, if you want to hit me up, you can hit me up on Life Podcast underscore 84. This is the Life Podcast at gmail.com. And if you ever want to connect with Roger, you can go on my post and check him out. All right, Roger, with that being said, man, you have a good one, all right? Well, my brother, bless us. Uh, make sure to keep it going, man. I love the show. And thanks for the time, my brother. All right. All right. JJ out.